True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal. And Renee. And we really appreciate you tuning in. We're looking forward to talking with you today. Um, Renee, I hope you're doing well and you enjoyed the cooler weather today. That rain was unexpected, but it really made it nice outside, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. I was uh, very happy with that and uh, didn't have a complaint one. <laughs> yeah, the Texas heat starts getting real old about now because we know it's not going away anytime soon. It's going to be no. September. It'll probably be October before we get some relief. So that was really a nice welcome change for having sort of unseasonable rain, you know? Yeah, it well, definitely was. I know my husband was happy to see it too. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're doing something a little bit different on today's episode. We're talking about Scott Peterson. And I think that most people out there tuning in probably know about the Scott Peterson case. So we're not going to spend a lot of time, at least not on this episode, going through the whole case. Um, <clears throat> he was convicted of killing his wife, his pregnant wife, Lacey Peterson, and he received the death penalty for it. And <clears throat> he was found guilty back in 2004, but the killing actually happened in December of 2002 in Modesto, California. Now, if you want to hear an in-depth, really in-depth series on the Scott Peterson case, I would recommend listening to the prosecutors. They did an amazing job. I think it was, was it six episodes, Renee? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about as in-depth as anything you'll ever hear. It was amazing. So we're not going to take time on this episode anyway to go back over everything, all the details. We wanted to talk about the more recent news in the Scott Peterson case. And believe it or not, in August of 2020, the California Supreme Court overturned the death penalty for scott peterson what do you think about that renee that was unexpected wasn't it very unexpected i you know read it and was like what like are you kidding <laughs> i mean and especially when you figure out the reason the reason behind the whole overturning his you know death penalty just it it really makes you angry you know well <clears throat> you know I need to learn more about it. Apparently, the argument for overturning the death penalty was that the judge had made some mistakes in the original trial. So I thought, I wonder what those mistakes could have been. So I went back and apparently it was argued that the judge had dismissed some jurors incorrectly. Um, didn't do a good job of deciding who got to stay and who got to go. Um, so anyway, the, the court um, decided that he no longer has the death penalty. Now, originally, soon after, I read an article from November 2020 that said they were still planning to retry him in the penalty phase. But then more recently, a couple of months ago, it was announced that they were not going to retry him in the penalty phase. They were just going to let it default to life in prison without parole. So yeah, and I, I had also read that his uh, that Lacey's family was completely okay with that because they said going back through that 
whole thing again was just more than they could bear. Oh my gosh. Yes. And honestly, in California, I mean, they haven't executed anyone in a really long time. And Governor Newsom made it clear that as long as he's governor, there will be no execution. So really in California, getting the death penalty is not the same as getting it here in Texas. You know what I mean? Um, right. So <clears throat> anyway, so with all that being said, um, Peterson is not a free man. I remember back when this happened last year, I made a post on our Instagram about it. And a lot of people reacted and said, no way, I can't believe he got off. And, and I remember saying, no, 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 he is still convicted of Lacey and Connor's murders. He's just not, um, he no longer has the death penalty. That's just the only part that's different. Right. So he's definitely, now here's the really crazy part. Um, <laughs> they're saying, now this is the part that gets me. I'm not that phased by him no longer having the death penalty. But this, this is going to phase me if it happens. He apparently, they are working diligently to try to get him a new trial. And that's just wild. I mean, a trial for the whole thing, the guilt or innocence of him, like retry the whole thing. Yeah. And one of the reasons that I read, and I don't know if this is probably not the only reason, uh, but one of the things I read is that his uh, lawyers claimed that one of the jurors had a had a uh, hit a crime victim past. Yeah, like they the, she was the victim of her uh, boyfriend who had beat her while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they literally bent over backwards or they said she bent over backwards to be a juror and uh, voted. To, she obviously voted to sentence Peterson to death. So they thought that that had a lot to do. You know, that could have had a lot to do with. Uh, him getting the death penalty so they want that that, that's one of the reasons they want him to be the whole thing to happen again her name was nice and she co-authored a book called um we the jury so i mean i could i could see where that would be an issue but on her on her jury questionnaire she had answered that she had never been a victim of a crime when asked and obviously she had and she was and like you said she was pregnant at the time to boot so she wanted to do it I'm sure she she probably hit it because she wanted to she wanted to not only be on the jury but she probably wanted to write this book so you know I mean it was it was quickly known that this was going to be a national attention seeker so I'm sure that had a lot to do with it but it sucks Mm -hmm. really sucks yeah (laughs) if if his if his conviction gets um overturned and he gets a new trial i'm not going to be happy about that um, yeah same oh so, yeah so here we are um scott peterson who really thought he was getting away with something there um a lot of people say he's charismatic like he's good looking kind of like a uh, ted bundy type but he honestly he reminds me also like of an oj type like just he just seems like the all-american guy you know and then right and then this horrendous thing happens and you're just looking at him going really i mean that guy killed his wife it what really is is odd that they mentioned this and i you know people should take this into account of course among many other things that happened during this whole trial but um when the verdict was read 
they said that there wasn't, uh, I'm sorry, I, let me, I, I said that wrong. When Lacey and Connor's body was found, that's what I should have said, uh, which I think they were found days apart. Um, there wasn't a dry eye in the house of whenever they had the whole search and rescue thing going on. Mm -hmm. And of all the people, <clears throat> he was the only one not crying. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's just weird. Oh, we could go on and on about all that stuff. Oh, there's, so, there's so much circumstantial evidence um, in that case. It's pretty amazing. Um, but anyway, yeah, so there we have it. We will keep you guys posted. We'll, we'll do another quick podcast if his conviction is overturned, but I'm kind of hoping, I mean, I'm kind of thinking it won't be, hopefully. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, he killed his, I mean, he apparently killed his wife and unborn child. I know there's actually, he's actually got kind of a little cult following of people that think he's innocent. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, my daughter was telling me, you know, she's into true crime too, Brittany. She told me the um, today actually that there were about seven uh, women that were killed around that time frame that were pregnant. I think she said it was seven yeah and I thought wow that's crazy so I in my mind I'm thinking you know is it possible that he was to blame which would be kind of far-fetched but she was actually thinking the opposite and I was like oh crap I hope that doesn't <laughs> hope that doesn't have anything to do with it you know like okay so whoever it was that killed all these women possibly killed Lacey and then he gets off so ugh. well I'm gonna have to agree with Brett on the prosecutors if that's he, he either killed his pregnant wife or he's the unluckiest guy in America. That's to quote, true. To quote Brett. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also, you know, Mark Garagos actually made a good point. He was the original defense attorney that was hired by Scott Peterson's family. I think they paid him a million dollars for that defense and it didn't go very well. But Mark Garagos was saying that he, of course, he's a defense attorney. He welcomed the decision to overthrow the um, death penalty. And then he made an interesting point. He said, obviously, if you death qualified jurors in a case like this, that's going to give you a jury with a pro prosecution bent, he said. And that's true. And, and what's really crazy is that all these years later, and Scott Peterson is 47 years old now, he, um, oops, he uh, is still maintaining his innocence after all this time. He has not wavered. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, but I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, so we had, um, I forgot to do it at the top of the show because I didn't have notes this time, but, and we got a really nice messenger message from a lady named Alicia. I won't give her last name because we don't have permission to quote her, but I'm going to, I'm going to scan it because it's a very, it's a very, um, long email that she sent us or text. And she goes, hey, guys, I just wanted to say hello. I'm a, I'm not going to say what she does for a living because that might give away who she is, but she's local to us here um, in North Texas. She said, I was listening to the episode where you visited the church. It was really good. A good friend of mine's an active member there. Um, I heard you all apologize for the sound quality. I just want to let you know that you're doing a fantastic job. And I admire that you aren't letting the lack of fancy equipment get in your way. That takes courage. People just don't understand. I bet that people who are making negative comments have never tried to create anything on their own. Anyway, I just wanted to offer words of encouragement. And then she went on to kind of tell some more stuff about she didn't know Mercy, Missy personally, but she knew some people who did. 
And then she was even nice enough to say that she knows about a professional a booth out in Fort Worth that we might want to think about using sometime if we wanted to work up to that. And that's actually a really good idea. Anyway, we just wanted to say thank you so much for that sweet message. It wasn't technically a review, but it sure read like one. And we really appreciate that positive feedback. Oh, absolutely. Especially after, you know, get a couple of people telling you, you know, your sound quality sucks. Of course, they were probably <laughs> to the first, first few episodes where we were really like going, what are we doing? But uh, and I, I feel like it's gotten better. But yeah, that was really nice. For well, the it was really nice. And I also want to say to people, um, I just want to remind everyone, we don't think we know everything. We know we don't know much. And our sound quality sucks. So let's just get that, make that perfectly clear. We understand all that stuff. We know it. And, you know, like we said, hopefully one day we'll get a sponsor or something to the point where we can hand over all the technical stuff to someone else. And that's, we really hope that happens. That would be amazing. So I don't know if our content's good enough to get sponsors. We hope it is. And if that's the case, then you will quickly see our production level go way up because we will certainly hire a producer and editor and all that good stuff. So um, Renee, did you want to give us the news from uh, Crime Stoppers? Yes, I think I mentioned this uh, on our last episode, but if uh, we, we just want to give everybody a little little more of an update, uh, the playing cards that we talked about that are going to be distributed throughout Ellis County are going to be shipped out soon and should be received in the jail soon. So that is exciting. Uh, they're going to have the information about Missy's case, the reward amount, and hopefully get more tips in um, at, at this time. The tips, and I will just talk about that too real quick, um, for the last quarter have been 48. Uh, we don't know exactly which ones were specifically for Missy, but it's it pertains to homicide. Um, so there's been 48. So that's good. That's actually an increase uh, from the first quarter of the year where there wasn't many at all. So that's, that's, that's um, positive. And we're hoping that the cards being distributed throughout the jail in Ellis County is really going to push that tip, you know, amount up and hopefully get some information, you know, out where we need it to get this thing solved. Very cool. I just love that idea so much. And I'm really happy that you got involved with that. Thank you for putting that out there. Absolutely. And you have worked so well with our contact at Crime Stoppers of Ellis County. It's just been amazing. So that's super, super cool. I can't wait to hear how that goes. And I'm really happy to hear about the tips. We've, there's been quite a bit of tips that have come in from yes. this billboard. So, and you know, something I think we've, we forgot about, but I wanted to go ahead and mention it since it popped in my head. Um, the billboard is actually going to expire at the end of July. We've had a lot of people that such such great support for Missy that have sent us messages and texts and all kinds of stuff. Um, even messages on our podcast that have asked how they can help or contribute. If you're interested in still doing that, please let us know because we're going to have to go ahead and do another GoFundMe to keep the billboard up. And I feel like it's really important. I know Ellis County agrees with that. The Sheriff's Department agrees with that. Crime Stoppers agrees with that. So if you have the ability to, uh, donate in any way nothing is too small or you know whatever just whatever you can do uh please help us keep the billboard going because it will end at the end of july and we'll we'll get a uh, link for y'all to do so and midlothian pd is down with it too and you know everybody we ran it by that's from the 
from the law enforcement community, like Cheryl McCollum and Christine Menina, everyone has really said they're fans of the billboard. So we're happy to get that kind of feedback and we're going to do everything we can to keep that thing on and keep it going. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Cause yeah, we have to get the word out that that the reward, if you're listening to us for the first time tonight, or if maybe you just didn't hear us mention it, please stop by our Instagram and follow us. We frequently remind on Instagram and Facebook that the uh, any information that leads to an arrest or a conviction of the perpetrator in Missy's case will um, be eligible for the $150,000 reward. That's that's a big reward. That's huge. It really is. I mean, you don't you don't see that uh, amount often. I know with the Delphi case, it's 150,000 right now, um, but you just, it's just not common that you see that amount. It's usually much lower, but so we're very fortunate and hoping that somebody will come forward and give some information that they know. That's amazing. So, okay. Well, Renee, thanks again. I appreciated recording with you and I hope that everyone enjoyed the episode. We will meet you back here soon. What, what do we have coming up, um, Renee? Um, we're going to do a, an update on Chris Watts. Uh, there's a, a couple of things going on with him right now. Uh, we're also going to do an, a, a, actually a uh, podcast on someone, a lady that you had come up with, a case out of California, Diana Lovejoy, who killed her husband. Uh-huh. That's a really, really interesting case. And then um, let me see what else. I know we have another one coming up about Missy that's going to be a, probably a two-parter. So that one's coming up pretty quick. And then um, I think, oh, one more thing I wanted to, to talk about is um, if anybody has any case suggestions that they would like us to, a case that they would like us to cover, please let us know. Um, you know, we, we talk about Missy as much as we can. Uh, anything that we know, hear, you know, see, whatever. But, you know, sometimes we do get to a point where we're kind of at a stopping point where there's really not anything new to talk about, unfortunately. So we are trying to, you know, put in some other cases. And um, so if you have any suggestions of a case that you would like us to cover, please let us know. Yeah, we'd love it. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you back here soon. See you next time.
the gas. Skirt off the block. 12 on the clock. I pay in cash. You do the math. I bust the bag. You take the tab. My cut you fast. You at a gas.